Gunnar Henderson, plus 350 to win the AL Rookie of the Year. Guy's making a case for himself. The Orioles not tonight, though. They're down 2-0, and I just watched the helmet get thrown. I think it was actually Gunnar Henderson that threw his helmet. Yeah. Blue Jays getting the best of them tonight. Uh, but Vlad still 0-3 tonight. He is struggling, man. He is struggling. really struggling. I had to stay away tonight. Almost bet the Orioles, though. Glad that I didn't. That was going to be the only bet that I was going to place tonight in Major League Baseball. Was the Orioles? Yeah, and I stayed away. I did like that. But they went from minus 110 down to minus 105. And I was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Going to stay away. But uh, might go back to them. Might go back to them tomorrow, a couple times this weekend. I love this Baltimore team. Coming in, Coming into tonight, Gunnar Henderson's last five games, hitting 483, had that grand slam, five home runs total, 11 RBI in June. Just wow. unreal, man. Unreal. Like, Who is he? I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be a star. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, and that's and that's what's crazy about Major League Baseball right now is these guys, these kids, they come up and they produce right away. Like I remember growing up, you would just wait and wait for a lot of these guys in the minors. Not everybody. I mean, obviously, you know, like Ken Griffey Jr. That's why everybody fell in love with him. The kid, uh, he produced right away. But man, like some of these guys, you would wait until they were like twenty five, twenty six years old. Now. Like, their kids. Juan Soto in the World Series became a star at, what, 21, 22 years old? Yeah. He yep. wasn't even able to legally yep. drink, barely. And they still have that kid, Jackson Holiday that just got drafted as well. He's supposed to be a stud. Yeah. Just an absolute stud. He's a shortstop. Man. It's, I mean, you, you talked about this before, right? It's a team that just has built themselves up with a young roster. Mm. They identify that talent, got that low payroll. That That's always helpful, too. But then you start to see it almost all at once where – You've got teams that have multiple potential rookies of the year in you know in, in baseball, especially with like the extra eligibility you have, where it's like you kind of played some games last year, right? But it's not enough, so you're still considered a rookie the next year. That's that's how Major League Baseball screws you over. I kind of like it though in some ways because it's like you if you, let's say you played like 15, 20 games in your first year in the NBA and got hurt, you kind of could still. It's fine for like rookie of the year, or, yeah. But it's like bad for years of service. It that's, is. That's yes. Yeah. That's how. Uh, that's how Ryan's boy got screwed over uh, for the Cubs. Who's that? Um, Chris Bryant. Yeah, Chris Bryant. Yeah. Well, and a lot of these guys, I like it because you need like a full 162 games to really evaluate some of these guys. Because a lot of these guys come up, they'll be hot for a month. They'll hit 350 with like five homers, and then they'll get figured out. Because it's funny, like, if you cover some of these teams, watching the pitchers now in the clubhouse, they just study film the entire day. So you're just watching the same guys three, four at-bats. So you get figured out pretty quickly. Some guys can't hit off-speed pitching. That was, you know, the problem with Chris Bryant and a lot of those guys on that team was everybody was looking for one pitch, Javi Baez. So they just got figured out really quickly. One pitch, Javi Baez. Yeah, four-seam fastball, two-seam fastball. Chris Bryant, really the same thing. He got injured a lot, too. I mean, he hurt his shoulder. He got hit in the head. And to be fair, it was probably good that they didn't pay him all that money. Uh, yeah, he's, Colorado did. And he yeah. forget that he's in the league right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. So Gunnar Henderson tonight, 0 for 4 with a strikeout. So wow. he had this great stretch. Bum. And now this is the this is, this is is the ebbs and flows Glad of being a rookie. I didn't go back to him. I know. Josh, that's, he had like right, an eight-game hitting streak, though. He, I mean, he's been, his bat has been as hot as anybody in Major League Baseball. Josh Jung's the favorite to win AO Rookie of the Year, plus 260. Uh, Masataka Yoshida, the Red Sox, is 3-1 right impressive. now. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. But if you kind of look, and again, I know there's a lot of this going on over like throughout the season, right? You can sit here and look at small sample sizes. This guy's hot, and then he's not. It's like Corbin Carroll's one of the only ones that's just kind of been consistent over on the NL side. Did you say... Did you say it was plus 450 yesterday before his grand slam? Yeah, it was mm -hmm. yesterday yep. or yeah, yesterday that's, when it was plus 450. That's crazy. That's where those ebbs and flows go, right? It's yeah. like one game and you're moving it around like crazy. 
That's crazy. Because yeah, I, I updated it on purpose. Yeah, like, right, no, that's incredible. It jumped to plus three. Right. Like, yeah, it's uh, incredible. Okay. Obviously, someone saw that. Yeah, and loved it. And, and this stuff happens all. I mean, what happened the day, Trista? I think it was you and Nick. Ryan was was away when uh, Mr. De La Cruz got called up, and he yep. been floating around. 20 to 1 the entire time. And then went, and to, then like went to like 8 or 7. seven. Yeah. And that was before he even had that bat. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, he's up. He's Here we in. Go. Here Drop we go. And, and the money started coming in. And this is why, I mean, we watched it yesterday. I think we mentioned it on the show. I, I do remember saying, like, I would maybe jump on Gunnar Henderson now because if he keeps doing this, it, he's not going to hit grand slams every time. But yeah. that's going to short. I mean, look, Jung is hitting 190 over his past five games, just 233 over his last 11. Uh, Yoshida's just got one hit in his last 16 at-bats. Yep. So you're probably going to see Gunnar Henderson jump up. Maybe even both of them become the favorite pilot. Even I mean, tonight he's not playing well, but I bet you that that's going to become even closer and closer, I would say, over even just the next couple of days. Well, it's crazy in the rookie of the year race, especially in the National League, how much everything could shift in just one week because two weeks ago before I went on vacation, we were talking about the National League market and Corbin Carroll was actually only plus 140 at the time. Yeah. He went from plus 200 to plus 140 and you know he was struggling a little bit but he still had the 16 stolen bases he had a 374 OBP at 893 OPS and then he just absolutely took off the last two weeks and now you even look at the MVP market he's getting some love right there so that's why you know I don't like rookie of the year I never bet before the season starts I always wait I always try to find good numbers I always try to find overreaction what I ended up doing uh, in the American League we talked about this two weeks ago is I always play a starting pitcher only because the last 11 Major League Baseball seasons we've only seen five pitchers two in the NL three in the AL win the 22 rookie of the year award so I played Hunter Brown he went from plus 700 all the way down to plus 500, was 5-1 five and one at the time. He's still sitting there plus 600, but that would be the bet that I would place would be Hunter Brown at 6-1. to one. Ryan, question from the audience, and, and all three of you know this, the one thing you have to be careful with with regard to betting rookie arms in rookie of the year is that they'll get shut down or they'll reach yep. their count, mm -hmm. and that's it, and no one cares about your ticket. Yeah. So you got to be uber careful unless yeah. you're going to get nice closing uh, you know, oh yeah, CLP love. Oh yeah, that and like flamethrowers, like young pitchers on teams that aren't going to be contenders. Like last season, you know, when everybody was making the case for Shane McClanahan for the Rays, that was my concern because they were in third in the division. They were in third place in the division, and I was like, I could see them shutting him down. Um, and that would be another you know concern right there with a rookie pitcher, especially on a losing team. If you're on a contender, it helps because, you know, you're going to make all your starts most likely. But if you're like 15, 16 games out of the division, they're probably going to shut yeah, you down. Yeah, last time a pitcher on. won Rookie of the Year was in 2020 with Devin Williams, um, your favorite pitcher. And then in the American League, the last time that uh, someone won was 2016 yeah. with Michael Fulmer. Yeah, Michael Fulmer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Devin Williams, though, was just lights out. Lights but that was a relief out. pitcher mm -hmm. that won it as well, not a starting pitcher. Yeah. Does it feel like Corbin Carroll is going to kind of run away in the National League, or does Ellie De La Cruz catch up to him? Because that's the only guy I feel like that can really that can really make it a something competitive at the end of the season. I, I feel like De La Cruz will. I, I understand like his last couple of games he hasn't hit the ball well, but again, we're we're looking at small sample sizes overall. There's a lot of hype around him, and the way that he played in his debut shows that he's got the poise, and it shows that he's somebody that can contribute right away to a Reds team that, you know, I think all three of us like to, you know, as a, as a value play to even win the division. It's so hard to bet anybody other than Corbin Carroll. I know. Yeah. Not that I'm going to pay that price it's right now. It's 350 now, so it's like, it's either somebody else or nothing. I mean, it's, he's hitting 313 
with 14 homers this year. His war is 3.5. And he's on a team like the Diamondbacks are fun. They could win that division. People are betting them to win the division. I won it. He's hitting 367 in just his last 20 games. Is yeah. Corbin just like a, a name that you give to your baby when you know they're going to play baseball? <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the like only Corbins kid. that I know are Major League Baseball players. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a Corbin that doesn't do anything else besides Do you count last baseball. names or just first names? First names. Okay. What's funny is if you just ran into Corbin Carroll, too, he's like 5'10", 165 pounds. He just yeah. doesn't look like an athlete, and there he is. He's hitting 300 with 14 mm-hmm. dingers already as a rookie. I think he wins it. Yeah. And the fact that Arizona's competing, they're relevant. I mean, even if they miss out on the postseason, they've been fun all season long. Not that that matters. Team record doesn't matter, especially yeah. in any environment. Market, or any market in Major League Baseball, but especially for Rookie of the Year. But you're putting up those type, those type of numbers, you're going to win it. Yeah, it's crazy. If you look at two, so even I mentioned the last 20 games for Carroll, 29 hits, hitting 367, seven homers, 19 RBI, 21's run scored. That's sick. It's it's just it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for the. I think the AL there's a lot more value in kind of at least. Maybe Gunnar Henderson may just continue to drop, and there may just not be. It may not even be worth it after. I don't hate that at Here's all. Here's what I will say though: It's actually good that he's 0 for four today. Maybe that moves slightly. If they're going to react to every game and react to a grand slam and move from plus 450 to plus 350, I then maybe at this point they may go back a little bit. If you get it, look. If it moves to four to one, just jump on it. Because it's it's he he's going to continue to play great baseball the rest of the season. Oh, absolutely! I, I I still just man going back really quick. I can't believe that the Diamondbacks are forty one and twenty six this season. Though they have a three game lead in the division over the Diamondbacks, the Padres are eight and a half games back. What's wrong with them? A lot. It's just like they so just forgot how things. to play baseball. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though, man. I I I mean, we were talking about this last year. I thought Arizona, like when me and Cody were doing the podcast, we would always bring them up. As like a sneaky team maybe for this season, but it's still kind of hard to believe that they have a three. And it's June, but it's kind of crazy right. that I still the don't think they're going to win the division. Yeah. But. Remember though, we did say that uh, last year, not last year, two years ago with the Giants. Remember when they went over 100 games and the mm-hmm. Dodgers did too, and we all expected them just to go away and Buster Posey's last season, and they didn't. They ended up winning it. Well, Buster Posey ain't out there anymore. No. That's why. He ain't walking through that door. It's crazy to look to. James Outman is now 50-1. to 1. He was the favorite. He was the favorite ago. over Corbin Carroll like two weeks ago. He's been awful now, though. See, I don't love the rookie of the year market, unless there's somebody you feel really good about just because of that, though, man. These are kids. And yep. that, it's a long season. A guy could look really good for a month, and then he could completely just you know fall off the map, and then you have money tied up for the next three to four months that – you know, you have to give away at the end of you the You know year. at that point, yeah, you're not even getting it back, and yeah. it's just completely worthless. Yeah, I feel so. more comfortable betting like the Cy Young or MVP market with players that I've watched the last couple of years than a 22-year-old who, you know, I'm not watching a whole lot of minor league baseball. Yeah. I mean, Altman's hitting like 229 now. Yeah, I mean, he's at, at that point, we've probably moved him out of the race. So yeah. you're right. It's it, it, Rookie of the year is, is insanely hard because you don't have, I mean, 162 games is a grind for veterans. Let, I mean, even young guys, you got to get used. It's not even about being young. It's you're just not used to playing that much. It's just different at whatever level you were at before in the minors or college or, you know, whatever the case is. So, uh, you know, there's some other interesting markets out there, too, like home run leader Kyle Schwarber plus 475. Aaron Judge is 5-1. to one. Shohei Otani's 5-1 to one in there. See, how long? Judge is tough. I mean, Judge is going to keep missing time, though. I feel like you can't put money on Judge in anything. Yeah, I mean, that's no. that's the concern. I mean, Aaron Judge doesn't – like, they don't even have a timeline right now for Aaron Judge. Isn't that what uh, isn't that what um, uh, the Yankees said yesterday? I read that in the post, yep, I want to say. You're right. They don't even have a timeline for him coming back. Like, they said, they called it a mystery. So, I don't think I could play him. 
Don't think I would do anything with yeah, Schwarber. Yeah, Yankees Aaron Judge toe injury timeline remains mystery. That's bad. Is it? But what type of toe injury is it? It's not turf toe, though, right? Or is it turf toe? Um, I think it's, or like, it's just a, like a toe sprain or I something. I think it's like a, a toe sprain. It's like there's still swelling in the toe because he basically just jammed it mm-hmm. when running into the wall. And there's still, they said there's like a bunch of stuff going on in there. So, yeah, just chop it off and keep playing. Yeah. You know? That's what I would do. <laughs> no, is that is that not a way you handle it anymore? Is it That's a big toe? Is it a little toe? Yeah. Did I talk you guys into at least if you want to play any market? Did I talk you into Sean Murphy, National into League it. MVP? I'm into it. Forty to one, best catcher in you all were of on baseball. That yesterday, you were twelve homers, forty-two mm-hmm. RBI, two eighty-one batting average, nine twenty OPS, ninth in all of Major League Baseball. Can I ask you a question? A one fifty-four WRC, best defensive backstop in all of baseball. Can I yes, ask you, you a can. question? Yeah, um, how many MLB futures uh, bets do you place a season? Not very many. Mm-hmm. Like five? Mm, like four to five. Four to five. Otani MVP was my was like my biggest winner ever, and it was only fourteen to one. Yeah. But four to five a year. Yeah, not yeah. every year. Not I really year. like the last like three or four years. Yeah, I just don't really. I'm not gonna lie. I love betting baseball. I kind of hate it. Uh, I do. <laughs> I'll do win totals. I'll do futures. I just. Uh, not really for me. Not really for you. I love football a lot. No we angel, know. no angels winning the division again this year. You finally got off that train. We know. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't touch that. Yeah, like I, I bet the Cardinals to win the NL Central yeah. this year, really big, and and they're one of the worst teams in baseball. It's just it's so hard to predict. You just you never know. You really don't. But again, it also goes to it's still early in the season. Like that's the thing. You go four weeks into an NFL season, you know what a lot of these teams are or aren't. It doesn't guarantee they're going to stay at that pace, but you have an idea barring injuries. In baseball, you go 60 games into a season, that's you're still not even halfway. So yeah. it's it just it gets to a certain point where like at what when do I you actually have confidence in a team in a player whether it's a rookie a veteran whatever the case is I think that's what makes the futures market that much harder in baseball is you you watch it start to just fluctuate and then all of a sudden yeah. towards the end of the year that's when somebody pulls away as like a heavy favorite MVP or Cy yeah. Young or Rookie of the Year although I, I'm kind of I'm with you Corbin Carroll I, I don't I don't see. I don't see anybody overtaking him there. To be honest, it's probably like the best sport, like the best markets to bet would be baseball because there is such overreaction. You know, actually, Robbie Ray, uh, two years ago, when he was 28 to 1, 25 to 1, I jumped on it late, but got a really price, really good price on him because there is such overreaction. It is such a long season. It's 162 games. You know, you could see a guy hitting 300 in June, and then he could just completely fall off the final months of the season. But I just. I don't know, man. I I just I never uh, take advantage of it. Like right now, I mean, you could probably find really good value in the National League Cy Young market. But I did Marcus Stroman at forty to one. He's down to twenty to one. But it's hard to make a case against Spencer Strider. Yeah. He's a forty percent strikeout rate. We've seen that one time ever, and it was in two thousand and twenty. It was a pandemic season when Shane Bieber did it. But it wasn't one hundred and sixty-two games. If he continues to do that, like he's gonna win the he's gonna win the award. But I'd want better than two to one odds still. Can I tempt you on any uh, Ray- A's to win the division? Not the Rays, the A's. <laughs> the hottest team in baseball. Come on. They're the hottest they team in baseball. They win it nonstop.